Is this thing on? Hello everyone of Earth 3. This is Captain James Lindenfall of the ship Nebulous 5. And while things have been quiet after Space War 7, I thought I'd get into a little bit of podcasting. So, ladies, gentlemen, cyborgs, gooflogs, nemnax, and blocks, and all those listening within the time stream, welcome to the very first episode of Tales from Space, where we talk to those of different alien species, talk about how life has evolved in the year 3277, and get some insight from fellow crew members of the Nebulous Five. On this episode, our guests will be Gorlak, my Arfinian first mate and best friend, and we have been through all seven space wars together, and boy do we have some stories to tell. And now, please enjoy Tales from Space. Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Tales from Space. I'm your host, Captain James Lindenfall of the ship Nebulous 5. And today we have with me my very first guest, someone that is very near and dear to me, my Arfinian best friend and first mate, Gorlak. What's going on, Gorlak? Well, fuck James, Gorlak's great. How the hell are you? Whoa, Gorlak. Coming out strong, eh? I don't know if children are listening to this or not. Ah, hell, James, fuck them! Whoa, whoa, Gorlak. James, we didn't survive seven space wars by being soft. We had to murder children. Okay, okay. I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Look, I brought you on here today as my first guest so we can start off with a bang. And boy, so far so good. But I want to tell the audience some of our fun and more lighthearted stories, and maybe talk about what an Arfinian is for those that may not know. Well, James, audience, first of all, Arfinians are bloodthirsty sex savages that take joy and delight of the death of many and all species. Gorlak's kidding, Gorlak's kidding. We like to have a little bit of fun here on the Nebulous Five. But the whole murdering of children thing. Okay, okay. Come on, Gorlak. Gorlak, sorry, James. You know what a space war does to a man. Hell, we've been through seven of them. But Gorlak digresses. We will get to that part soon enough. So, James, you and the audience want to know what an Arfinian is? Well, you know that I know what an Arfinian is. How about you enlighten the audience? Well, audience, Arfinians come from a long line of space warriors from the planet Arfinia, gaining victories over many planets and galaxies over a thousand millennia. We are a very proud race. We are kind to those that treat us with respect, have a love of poetry and battle, and we are very tall. Standing anywhere from 10 to 15 feet, and very, very hairy. The hairiest ones are deemed to be the most beautiful of all Arfinians. And James, as you can see, Gorlak is very, very beautiful. Yes, you are, Gorlak. 
Yes, you are. But anyway, so poetry. I've heard many a poem from old Gorlack. How about you give the audience out there one? Well, audience, you want to hear a poem from old Gorlack? Well, here you go. <clears throat> Roses are red, violets are blue. Gorlack is hung, and Gorlack will be inside of you. Whoa, whoa, Gorlack. You sexual deviant, the children. Come on, James. You know Gorlack. Gorlack is not just a man of battle, but a man of love. But speaking of being a sexual deviant, you space dog, you. Remember that one time we went to that space cantina on planet E-R? Ah, uh, yes. Planet E-R. One of my favorite planets. That was during Space War Three. Ah, Space War Three. That was Gorlack's favorite of all space wars. It was one of the bloodiest and most sexual of all wars. That's when our Finians just got in style and all the space women wanted to have their way with Gorlack. Gorlack got laid many a time during that war. And if Gorlack recalls, a certain lieutenant did as well. The children, Gorlack? Fuck them, James. Well, Gorlack, I'd rather not talk about what happened in that cantina on I'm a married man now, and you're the one that's still out there being a bachelor. James, James, James. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. Yes, Gorlack has many beautiful space women. And yes, Gorlack enjoys having Gorlack's freedom. But at night, when Gorlack is all alone, and Gorlack has kicked out all of his beautiful space women from his bed, it gets very, very lonely. To just feel a connection with another being, flesh to flesh, soul to soul, is all Gorlack wants. Gorlack just wants... <clears throat> yes, Space War 3. Battle. Let's talk about Space War 3. That was the third time Gorlack saved your life. <laughs> yes, you did, Gorlack. Yes, you did. It was Planet Randar. We were trying to stop an army of hexatodes from invading Earth 2. Planet Randar held one of the strongest command posts of the Hexatode army. All of my men were dead. All I had left was a single clip of ammo for my space rifle and part of my space sword. I had broken the other half of my space sword into the neck of the Hexatode commander himself. And I was surrounded, surrounded by 20 or 30 Hexatode troops unloading what remained of my space bullets inside of each and every one of those goddamn toads and chopping, chopping my way at them with what was left of my space sword. I was pinned down, about to take my final breath. And then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw the hairiest, most beautiful creature riding on the back of a jorka. 
swinging an Arfinian battle axe. And one by one, the rest of those hexatos fell. Yep. Saved your life. Hey, James. Yeah, Gorlack? Have you ever fucked a hexatoed woman? Can't say that I have, Gorlack. How was it? Eh. So much for the lighthearted stories. Gorlack, um, how about you tell the audience a little more about yourself? You seem like a pretty complex being. I should know. I've known you for 25 years now. Well, James, where should we begin? It all started when Mother Gorlack and Father Gorlack had a baby Gorlack, and his name was Gorlack. Gorlack was a strong and fierce child, but one thing that set Gorlack apart from the rest of the Arfinians was that Gorlack wanted to be a dancer. Father Gorlack was very angry at Gorlack because, as Gorlack quotes, I will not have some queer dancer in my space house. You will be a warrior like all the other Arfinians or you will be nothing. And Gorlack would go and cry to Mother Gorlack. Gorlack would say to Mother Gorlack, but why can we like poetry but not dancing? And Mother Gorlack would say, and Gorlack quotes, because poetry is art, dancing is for queers and hooblogs. You are not a hooblog. You are an Arfinian and a warrior like your father and me. Now I don't want to hear another word. So, Gorlack set aside Gorlack's dreams of being a dancer. Gorlack would soon go on to get the best grades an Arfinian has ever gotten in Arfinian Space School, and Gorlack would go on to join the Arfinian Space Force. After graduating the Academy, Gorlack returned home as the fierce and savage warrior mother and father Gorlack always wanted. And then Gorlack murdered them both, and Gorlack escaped to Earth too. Shortly after, Gorlack met you, and here we are. known you for 25 years and that story always gets me you could have gone away to space prison for a long time yep but it was so many years later when the space police found out and the space courts deemed Gorlack insane at the time you know from all the emotional and physical abuse from Gorlack's parental units and Gorlack was sort of one of the best damn soldiers the Arfinian Space Force has ever had. So, what can you do? Just bottle it up inside and go on like the rest of us, I guess. Yep, that's what Gorlack does. So, uh... How about one of those lighthearted stories you wanted to tell, James? Yeah. Yeah, Gorlack. Let's see if we can actually tell one this time. Oh, oh, Gorlack knows. We'll tell the audience how you met your wife. That's lighthearted, and Gorlack is a man of love. In fact, Gorlack introduced you to her. Yes, you did, Gorlack. 
Yes, you did. Ah, Terenia. She is the most beautiful Yingla I've ever seen. Now, for those of you out there that don't know what a Yingla is, they are 99.7% humanoid. So they basically look just like us humans, but their skin color changes with their mood, just like a mood ring from the 20th century. And she also has two vaginas. <clears throat> yes! The best part about a female Yingla is her two vaginas. So wait a minute, James. Does that mean that male Yingla have two penises? Uh, I assume so, Gorlack. I haven't found out myself. Well, you should. I don't think I want to. Well, why not? Um, how do I put this? I don't swing that way? Well, hell, James! Gorlack swings! You swing that way? Well, hell yeah! Since Gorlack's bastard parents are gone, Gorlack can swing whenever Gorlack wants. And swing dancing is one of Gorlack's favorites. Oh, oh, oh. Stupid me. I should have known you were talking about dancing. But with all the sex talk... Gorlack still surprised swings still exist with all the different kinds of dancing that exist now in 3277. I know, right? You'd think such a primitive dance would have died out with the Felixie's dance craze of 3250. So anyway, uh, back to Terenia. We had just got home from Space War 4, and as your side hustle, Gorlack used to work at a swank little space diner on the outskirts of Mars. And in fact, you used to work with Terenia. Ah, yes. Jack Spacey's. They had hella good Morlax burgers. The sweetest and most disgusting thing the Four Flogs ever created. Made with a pound of Morlax meat, with a space lettuce, gilbo ketchup, jorka cheese, lathered in Mimu, and smashed between two sesame seed space buns with one large dill pickle. And Terenia was head waitress. And when Gorlack means she was the head waitress, Gorlack means she was the head waitress, if you know what Gorlack is saying. Whenever you wanted it, bam, she brought it. Okay, okay, Gorlack. I think the audience gets it. Well, James, we had just got back from Space War 4, like you said, and we decided to stop at Jack Spacey's for some of the best grub in all of Mars. Gorlack decided to invite Terenia because Gorlack knows your type. And boy, was she your type. Oh yeah, I would definitely say so. If I've said it before, I'll keep on saying it again. She is the most beautiful woman I've ever laid eyes on. I remember when... So Gorlack tells old Louie, that old fucker that's worked there since the day Jack Spacey's opened, to get us some of the finest seats in the space house. So you and Gorlack sat down, and as soon as Terenia walked in with her radiant pink skin, Gorlack watched your eyes look at her up and down, and at that moment, Gorlack knew then 
You were smitten, James. So we order in then. Yes, we order. And when the food arrived, we began eating our Morlax burgers. Morlax watched you and her lock eyes as you both ate those sweet, disgusting Morlax burgers so seductively at each other. It was the grossest and most arousing thing Morlax has ever witnessed with Gorlax's own four eyes. And then she blew you in the bathroom. Gorlack, I don't think the audience needs to know that part. Well, James, it's part of how you two met. It's beautiful, James. But Tarini was kind of a whore. Gorlack, if you didn't save me 12 times in battle and wasn't my best friend, I swear I would. What, James? Do something. Do something. Gorlack has waited for this moment for 25 years to test Gorlack's medal against Captain James Lindenfall of the ship Nebula Spy. And then once Gorlack has pulled each and every one of your entrails out of that hole that your fecal matter gets disposed of from, Gorlack shall finally be Captain fucking Gorlack. Gorlack's kidding, Gorlack's kidding. I know you are, Gorlack. Such a kidder, you. Gorlack loves you, James. You know Gorlack. I know, Gorlack. You are a man of love. I love you, too. Well, um, I think we should just end at that. Well, this was fun, James. Hell, Gorlack, I might even keep you around to help with the podcast, if you would like that. Boy, would Gorlack. Well, ladies, gentlemen, cyborgs, gooflogs, knee-knacks, and eagle box, and all those listening within the time stream, I hope you enjoyed episode one of Tales from Space. We will see you again on another exciting adventure. Say goodbye, Gorlack. Goodbye, Gorlack. <laughs>